Hi there. Thank you for listening to the Business of Everyday podcast. My name is Ajwa Benewa. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast created to help you live life fully with purpose and intentionality. Listen, you can excel in all areas of your life. It is possible and you get to choose. Hi friends, I'm excited to be on here again, but also for the fact that I have a sister joining me to share thoughts on her journey as a Christian woman, pursuing hard after God in all areas of life, but specifically in areas of purity and waiting. She is popularly known on social media circles as a woman in ministry and runs a vibrant, dynamic and thought-provoking Christian pages on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. So yes, If you will, this is the voice behind the journey of a Christian lady on socials. In my talks with her, she made a profound statement and that is, sometimes God doesn't send you to a congregation because you do not have their process. With that said, she believes that God took her through certain seasons of her life, not just for her benefit, but also for all the people connected to her. So join me and my guest as she talks about her journey on purity, purpose and waiting and why she's so passionate about speaking to the younger generation in these areas. She shares with us her challenges in pursuing purity, dealing with all the pressures in her waiting period and how she's been able to overcome those challenges. I'm ready, but are you? (laughs) All right then, let's get into it now. Hello, sis. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Well, I'm doing fine uh, by the grace of God. How are things over there in Nigeria? Everything is fine. We're <laughs> trusting God for more of His favor upon the nation. Right. And like I always tell people, more, you know, that revealing of His prophecy over this nation. Mm. And sincerely, I am, you know, I really believe that the prophecy will come to pass in my time, mm. in my time, in that's our right. time. That's so, right. yes, um, that's it. Nigeria is great. We mm. really trust God for the changes he is about to do. Right. We are believing with you all. All right. <laughs> so before we get into um, what we are going to talk about today, um, can I ask? You know, is there a piece of advice that someone has ever given you that you'd say is the best you've received in your life? Wow. (laughs) Okay. There have been a lot of people around me who have always given me advices, who have always been there for me. But I think one I can recall right now is this. I should keep pushing, keep standing. Mm. I shouldn't let anything move me from serving the Lord. That mm. is one of the advices that I know that, you know, I would always remember that I should keep pushing. Mm. I should keep pushing. And the most important thing about me and my life is to keep standing for what I am, what I have known, what I've heard, what I'm convinced about. Mm. Let me keep standing that I shouldn't be moved. So, yeah. That's right. Think, you know, That's amazing. It's a beautiful thing to be around people who have gone ahead of you. Mm. You know, they always have a way. Once they see that you are humble enough to hear from them, they are always open to give. Not money, 
maybe not even anything, but they are always open to give plant seeds of advices that mm. they might not be all useful now, but they will grow one day. That's so, right. um, yes, amazing, amazing. That's awesome. So, as you live your life daily, what would you say is that one thing that you set out to do in the day? All right, that one thing I set out to do is pleasing God. Okay. You know, there is something I am scared of. And not like I'm scared of it as by the spirit of fear. No. Something I really don't want to do in my life is mm. live a life that is not pleasing to God. Right. So every day I set out, maybe going to work, I am conscious, okay, this dress I'm putting on, does it please God? The way I look, does it please God? The way I respond to people? Anything I do. So that one thing is, um, does my life please God? Is there a will of God in everything I am doing? So it is all focused to pleasing God. And I believe that if I am truly pleasing God, yes, I will serve human. I will um, be able to achieve his purpose for me. Awesome. I like that you brought about purpose in your speech because really, if we are on this earth and we do not know the reason for our existence we would live our lives anyhow and as you said the business of your everyday is to please god because you know life is not just here and now after here i mean something else follows so if we are living our life in the light of that we are sure to live a purposeful life and that which will bring glory to god amazing that's a good one so like esther said if I perish, I perish. Daniel said, I will not devour my body with the king's food. The three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego also said, we will not bow. And Joseph also said that I could not do such a wicked thing against my God. So would you say that um, in a particular season of your life, you know, there's this character in the Bible who has impacted the way you also lived your life and what do we draw from that character that um, has impacted your life that will also affect our lives positively all right thank you um i have a lot of characters i love because something about me reading the bible i love to be dramatic you know have my dreams in everything i'm like trying to consider okay what was this person really facing at that point like really you know try to bring it to our own time how does it really match and all of that so um i think i should just mention one because okay. i really love her Esther. I okay i really, really love her and i love the name also so i'm not going to tell you if the name relates to me or not <laughs> but <laughs> i love i love Esther, and mm. i also love daniel because okay. man he was he was a man full of intelligence and That's wisdom right. Mm. He had a an intelligent spirit. Okay. He had yeah. a spirit that was full of intelligence. And do you know something so um about Daniel that marvels me so much? Is that he was a politician. Mm. He was not a priest. And this is why nobody can tell me that in politics you don't need godly people. No. Right. Nobody right. can tell me that. Mm. In in fact, we need godly people. So but let's talk about Esther. Right. Let's talk about Esther today. Mm. So, um, Esther, Esther, there's just so much. One of the things <laughs> I learned about Esther is this: um, she was humble to learn. 
if mm. you notice esther was under her uncle yes and she followed his instructions i'm sorry to say this but then we have a lot of ladies young ladies young men today who don't want to be under anybody okay mm. they just want to be on their own even when they know they have not gotten it is not yet time see i know that sometimes it's not really easy to right. have to do things especially when you're mature mm-hmm. um somebody telling you oh you have to do this um, okay do it like this and then you just want that freedom but esther she was with her uncle now she has the right to maybe just go marry off somewhere because she's tired of being with him but she was under her uncle that means she respected that authority she respected elders that's one thing i really point out and i think the holy spirit spoke to me personally about honor sincerely and i won't lie to you my life has changed Mm. there are people who i just genuinely honor now not just me um being anonymous because aside being anonymous on this page i have not really been on social media for quite a long time Mm. you know but yet because of the people i honor sincerely i have got opportunities that maybe if i was even on social media and people knew me i wouldn't have gotten Okay, so the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me that if I didn't honor this person, I wouldn't have gotten that opportunity if Mm. I didn't honor that person. And sincerely, I was like, wow. So honor can do so much. So let's see, Esther really honored Mordecai. Um, She honored her uncle. She really honored him. And um, that is like one of the things most people don't know today they feel like oh let me do my thing how i want and another thing you know you point out here was that she was also a virgin because um the king was looking out looking for virgins at that point yeah esther wouldn't have been one of them if she wasn't so let's say i'm not really going to point out at virginity because i know there are some persons who were in the world lost their virginity and all of that i really preached to people that god can restore mm. but this is it if she wasn't a virgin she wouldn't have gotten the opportunity That's so right. when we talk about esther 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 let's say she was a virgin and maybe in our time maybe if you were not a virgin at this moment maybe you being a child of god would have brought you that opportunity but yeah she was a virgin so no hard feelings <laughs> she kept herself that is it and this is it and uh, i think the lord has been helping me so the thing is this we should really look at that that most times there are several things that when we don't have it it will make us lose a lifetime opportunity that's right i'm not saying maybe the lord won't help you he will but sincerely um there is no time that you will say okay that um you couldn't get something because of what you don't have Mm. yeah also, Esther, I know at some point when she went to the king's house, she became so lost and she forgot her people. But Mordecai reminded her mm-hmm. of who she was and right. she caught it fast. She didn't say, oh, I'm a queen. Mm. She wasn't just sitting down. There was no laxity in her. Like, you know, there are some persons that they just go to a place and they are relaxed. Okay, she wasn't relaxed. And immediately she began to um, walk, you know, she started fasting, called her servants and sent them that, oh, I'm going to be fasting, join me and fast and all of that. So mm. she was very, very sensitive. That's another thing. 
First off, she was humble. She honored authority. Second, she was a virgin. She was Man. pure. She was a wise woman. Mm. You know, she used tactics. She did. You know? Yeah, she's very she strategic. Yeah. <laughs> very strategic woman. Yeah. She actually looks for ways to get to the king's heart. Mm-hmm. Sincerely, she had skills. She didn't just go and say, ah, start crying. You know, this is something. I don't know. I'm a woman. Uh, yeah. I, I like the I fact cry. that you brought this crying thing in. I mean, go on. Yeah. I cry. Yes. I cry, but not to everyone. I don't yeah. just go everywhere and cry. Yeah. You know, Esther didn't just go and start wailing and say, ah, help me. No, she knew her position in Christ. She That's knew right. that. First of all, she has to pray. That's There's right. There's some things you don't get by crying. Please. Awesome. There's some things. Let's use an instance now. Your family is going through, uh, you know, some issues, or they are all tired speaking, and then you go and start crying to who? To the devil? No, you stand up. You become strategic. You pray. You decide to do things that mm. you know. There are women who have stood up and understood that crying will not get them anywhere. Right. Crying cannot give you a job. <laughs> you know. So so yes, she was a strategic woman. She was bold. She was wise. Lastly, Esther was committed. Mm. You know, she was committed. She was committed. You know, she was committed to her husband, and I think that was one of the things that even made him see her because of her strategy. Mm. She showed commitment to him. She didn't just come because oh, I want something from you and all of that. Right. That is why I am. I am not a woman that would ever want to always want something. You know, I want to give. I want you to see that okay. I can also give something. I can mm. also honor you. That's right. And yes. So, so that's it about Esther. Mm. I guess the other characters <laughs> that I said I love, like the Bible, is just so wonderful. Sincerely. That's right. You mentioned something about Esther being humble and honoring her uncle Mordecai, and I mean, yeah. you know that if it wasn't for this man. Probably there wouldn't be an Esther because he took her when, you know, the parents died. And one thing is that, Mm -hmm. you know, we have people who, yes, someone is taking care of you. But I mean, they do not submit themselves under that kind of authority, you know. But Esther, even from childhood, was able to follow Mordecai's leading, even up to the point where, I mean, it was Mordecai who told Esther, I mean, this is happening. They're looking for virgins and all that. So... Mordecai was the one that pushed Esther to go for that. You know, there must be something that he had seen in her, you know, walking, yes, walking with her, teaching her, I mean, directing her on what to do. And even at the point where Esther got to become the queen, and I mean, there was an issue, Mordecai was like this and this and that, do this. Esther was given excuses, many reasons why I cannot do this. And Mordecai was saying that, I mean, I, I believe that in that moment, Mordecai was able to arouse the, like the purpose in Esther. Because if yes. Mordecai didn't speak to Esther in that moment, I mean, when she started giving those excuses, that was it. She would have just like kept quiet and then wait for what would happen. But Mordecai made a point that really struck me when I, I was reading you know, the story of Esther. And it was like, it's not like God will not deliver the people. God will deliver the people. Help will definitely arise from somewhere else. But don't let it get into your head that you are the queen now. And so if something is happening, you would be safe or you are secured. Mm. You you lose all your people when help arises from somewhere else. Maybe you yourself, you'd even be affected. 
So don't you think that you are at a secure place and now you'd forget? Yes, God can use someone else, but why not you? Why yes, not you yes. yourself for God to also use you for such a time as yeah. this? I think that when he said this, Esther, I mean, there was something that was awakened in Esther and she got up and then started doing what was already in her. Like the man just brought it out and then she just acted it out perfectly. I mean, there are lots of things that we can learn from it. And so I'm so glad that you mentioned honoring her uncle and also, you know, being humble, not just when she was a child, but even as a grown up and obeying and respecting the words of the uncle. So, um, let me ask you this. I mean, on social okay. media, particularly Twitter, where I know you champion, um, talking about purity, talking about waiting on God, you know, all these things. I want to ask you, what really inspired your journey of, you know, such messages that you put across? I mean, you know that for people, there's this scripture in the, in the word that says that teachers are going to be, you know, the, the judgments, it's going to be double because you know, you know <laughs> the thing and then you're also teaching it. So if you fall short, I mean, you need double lashing. So let me ask you, what really inspired your journey of this purity talk and waiting on God and, and all that? Um, on purity, now, um, God has really helped me. Okay. I wasn't here years back. There were times where, you know, if I had looked back, definitely, I wouldn't even have the boldness to speak about it. Right. But I have always, you know, had this, movement like this you know when you're called to a particular i might talk about every other thing but mm. sincerely every day anytime i want to talk about purity right. maybe the lord can speak to me to talk about balance mm. speak to me to talk about um prayer anything mm. yeah because yeah we, we have the holy spirit so he can but then like we all know there are some preachers or ministers or teachers that have areas and most times you find them speaking more so i've always had my heart aligned to that area now mm. even the times where i was struggling sincerely maybe i didn't teach it then but okay. i always keep getting messages to share with people mm. and i will tell you the truth one of the reasons sometimes god helps certain people you know i know he wants to help everybody but one of the reasons sometimes he allows us to go through some things and then he helps us is to give us a story and That's a testimony right. For someone so That's one right. thing i always tell myself in this particular season that i am is i will not come this far and mm. then you know lose all or the lord has been helping me to protect my testimonies must be complete so that tomorrow when i'm speaking to the younger generation you know i'm already doing that now but the truth is there is a point where it comes where it is only those who have overcome that can really really share just like in first That's john right. That those things we have church, we have seen, we have experienced. So there are several things I have experienced that I can um, be able to relate with so much. And truly, sometimes God doesn't send you to a congregation because you don't have their process. You mm. never pass through what they are passing through. So um, when it comes to purity, I have had a lot of challenges. While mm. I was still a student, like in the university, there were, you know, times where I would have maybe fallen. There were times where I would have, um, you know, not to stand for it. There were times where I would have almost even fallen into that scene of fornication and all of that. 
but i could see how the lord kept saving me like uh okay let me share this little story from my childhood okay growing up in a godly home they always tell us about this as a lady and all of that encourage us all of that my dad one time spoke to us about it that we should promise and all of that so we did that we did that we did that and i knew god at a very young age let's say 10 i've always been there like loving god from a quite young age but when i came into my teenage age and there were a lot of things okay there was this lady from my church then when i was a child that kind of introduced me to um um you know pornography mm-hmm. i think lesbianism and all of those the masturbation and all of that so um she wanted to introduce me to lesbianism but thank god i think that was just once mm-hmm. you know and i was no i was still a child not even sensitized but that wasn't something i ever got into and i'm mm-hmm. grateful for that but mm-hmm. i could see that there was somebody who wanted to introduce me to that you know, she was sharing, then I could remember, she was telling me that, yes, that they say it's not good to have sex with a male as far when you're not married now. But uh, there's nothing wrong with female and female. Mm. And that was something I was, you know, they still say it. Most, that's why I really, really don't know. But parenting is something you don't jump into, sincerely. Yeah. It is something you intentionally go into. You that's don't right. just play with kids. Because... You see people come and tell them things their naive mind and they're like it's true after all the bible never said don't sleep with the woman mm. <laughs> so you know don't touch a female after all your female touch touch was there so you know but yeah that's a story that yeah. i think i never got to have and i thank god for that but when it came to i think masturbation pornography those were things that um, i had a little struggle with mm. you know um from my teenage age i think 13 i still loved god i still was serving god but those things really shifted me from god so um but the lord really really helped me he really mm. really saved me he really really you know changed my life and this is why for years now okay maybe three four years or three years that i could say that i've been here staying standing pure in all areas you know purity has been something that always buoys my heart and Mm. when i see young girls young boys not really living pure it burdens me so this is why i would always talk about purity i would always want to you know see that i reached out to people to talk about purity Mm. and then waiting on god it is because um you know i have had a lot of experiences when it comes to waiting okay right now for me it is the waiting period sincerely being offline okay being anonymous being Mm. offline you know it's kind of a waiting period now i used to be online like I started being online or doing ministry online for a very quite a long time. Let's say two eighteen, okay. two seventeen. Okay. I've always been this person that has been out there and maybe I would maybe people would say I was quite popular. Okay. So there was a particular time, I think from I opened this the journey of a Christian lady from twenty twenty. Then I was struggling with um, pressure. Um I do a lot. I do a lot that I may not be able to mention here since mm. you guys don't really, really know me personally. Mm-hmm. But I do a lot. I write, okay? I, I write. That's one thing maybe you should know. I write. I write songs. And I've been doing that from 10. At that point, I was looking at myself and I saw that I'm so gifted. And there were people who 
I know maybe they are gifted too, but I could do better than. And they mm. were earning money with all these giftings and all of that. So I had a lot of struggle. I wanted. I told God, God, what do you want me to do with all these my giftings? Like, ah, uh-uh, this is too much gift for one person now. Mm. I need to make money <laughs> with it. <laughs> And he told me, hello, you you are winning souls with all of this. So um, that was a point in my life where I really faced pressure. I saw people that would have awards, people were knowing them, calling them for meetings, blah, 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 and all of that. Yeah, I attended some meetings too. There were times where I got called upon and several times. So I had to go offline from that time. And then mm. that was why I became anonymous. And I will tell you the truth. This has helped me so much. Right. It has helped me so much. I cannot really tell you that I'm ready for the fame. No, <laughs> I can't say that. Because sometimes when I laugh at myself and I'm like, oh, God, am I not ready? And he will laugh at me and say, you're not. Because the truth is, it takes so much to have the kind of influence that I want to give to you. Right. So waiting on God, this is like my period of waiting. Mm. And I know that there's going to be a time of... Um, coming up there'll be a time of shining there'll be a time of showing forth it is near i know but it doesn't matter how long it takes mm. it doesn't matter even if it takes 10 years follow god and um i believe that uh, when it is your time for shining when it is your time it will happen so mm. i always talk about waiting because i think it is something i have experienced you know waiting is not easy waiting is hard but, but when you understand that God has the best thought for you, He is doing it for you. You know, like I said, I struggled with pressure, sincerely. I had so much, like, to some point that I asked myself, was I, was I even, all I was doing, was it really to glorify God? Or is it that I want to make a name for myself? Mm. And, you know, you know that pressure was just so much i had to i had some pages online i had i was led to delete them you know and all of that there are some persons you tell today okay go offline for one month and they can't do it you know i was that kind of person of ah, all my people won't call all the followers following me I, I, I need to but the truth is this i always say this walking with god is more important than working for God. Yeah. It is better you are locked in a room and it is God's will for you for years praying, waiting for the time for your forthcoming because even Jesus had a waiting period. Mm. There is no man on earth who just came out and boom, you know, started doing mighty things. No, there was a time for waiting, there was a time for building, refining and all of that. So sincerely, what God has planned for us who are believers, uh, we yeah. have to wait for us to be able to experience what he has really planned for us. But when we just come forth like that, unprepared, half-baked, it just takes a while for us to actually go back and maybe the world will never even hear of us or yeah. our reports will just end like that of something. Yeah. And that is not um, the will of God for us. Mm, that's right. I mean, I I really got the severity of you being anonymous when I asked for your name and then you <laughs> you refused mm-hmm. to even mention your name. I was like, oh, wow. The wait is very necessary. I mean, there's always a process for us to go through before we are ready for an assignment or a task. And if yes. we are not willing and obedient in that period, in that season, and go through whatever we need to go through. I mean, we can cut short whatever that we have to go through because we are in a hurry for some 
um, something that we want to get. But we'll get there and we'll realize that in the end, we didn't please God. And True. that is not the report that we want to get at the end of the day. So if, I mean, if your whole life, the reason why you are here is to please God, is to do things that will bring glory to him. The one thing that you are supposed to be doing at the end of it all, you weren't able to do it. Then what will be the use of the life that you lived? It's like going to give a sacrifice unto God, like Saul, or going to give a sacrifice unto God when all he required was your obedience. So it is really good and a great thing that you are doing. I, I pray for more grace for you to be able to stay the course and Amen. get to where he wants you to get to. So yesterday, I think I saw a tweet from you and it was about sexual purity and you tweeted, um, sexual purity is possible. Keeping the bed undefiled is possible. Waiting until marriage before kissing, smooching and engaging in sex intercourse is possible. Keep pushing until your testimony is complete. The world is waiting. And then you also continue to say that your testimony is greater than five minutes pleasure that will leave you full of guilt. Hold on to your testimony and keep pushing. I mean, this is, <laughs> sometimes I go through your tweet and I'm like, no, this is not coming from a common place. This is coming yeah. from a deeper place that once we are able to pick it and work with it, we are going to see the results thereof. So can you tell us um, all these things that you've shared with us? Some things that you've been able to execute on a personal level in your work with God in terms of this uh, purity, waiting on God thing that we are talking about that has yielded much result that you feel that and also has helped your growth process that you feel that when people get to hear this, it will help them also grow better in their, you know, their work with God. You know, like I said, um, that waiting and all of that has quite been an experience for me. So let me just share some things I've learned. Um, now, I think I read a book by Alison Heisenthal. I don't know if I call the new well, <laughs> but he's somebody I follow so much. Okay. Alison, I don't think he has an account on Twitter, but oh, okay. he's on Facebook and one of us. So I read, I read a book, Mushy Mushy by him. Okay. You know, Mushy Mushy, others feelings. Mushy Mushy Fulins. <laughs> and I need to look see, for that. It book. changed my mindset. Yeah, you should. It changed my mindset about sexual purity, sincerely. Because most times they tell us, oh, stay away from sex, stay away, keep pure, blah, blah, blah. You know, they always say, young people, stay pure. But people don't always like to tell the truth that, yes, there will be feelings, right? There will right. be feelings you will yeah. feel somehow. Yeah. You definitely because you're human. Mm. Okay. It, you you are. You feel somehow, especially those of us that are young Christians. That's so right. Definitely you will. Okay, maybe you're in a relationship and then there is this brother you're praying with to trust God. Uh, you can't tell me every day you keep talking to the person and you don't feel like, oh, I wish he can hold me right now. Those right. things will come because mm. they are natural. So one of the things I have learned in this journey is that I have to just remove myself from the picture. Mm -hmm. That is me not seeing myself as the one helping myself. No, right. I have to see God as my help. Mm. Because when I begin to say that, oh, I need to do this, this is how to do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I will not talk to him by 12 o'clock. That is how it, those things can help sincerely. Mm. But my point is this. 
one thing i have really learned is that it is not by power see it is not by how you do it sincerely and then i'm speaking to those people that maybe you are addicted to pornography or something sincerely remove yourself from the picture just allow god allow him to help you because yes back when i began to just stop the struggle okay stop hmm. the struggle and let god i just allowed god you know he really helped me number one one of the things the lord did for me that even till today i would always be grateful for he actually selected my friends you know mm. friendship or the people you move with can really stop your work with god number one that's right it can in short you will say you are standing for such a purity and tomorrow you see yourself on the bed of communication mm. if you don't keep the right people so he helps me with that so one thing i have learned like i said you must leave everything to god i'm not saying leaving your own part of the work with god you cannot go and pack your things and stay in a brother's house and say i leave it to god i'm sorry you are human <laughs> so those things that you know common sense you know the common sense the things that you are supposed to do do them don't right. say god come and carry me from the brother's house yeah, oh right. god yes even the bible advises us to flee to flee uh-huh. do they flee run use your legs anyhow you want to run please run but then when it comes to your own body now your own feeling those feelings that are real trust the lord okay make sure you engage in spiritual activities this is one thing i will share before mm. i just round up um one of the things i i noticed happens to me um whenever i begin to lose confidence in myself mm. in my body I begin to experience some kind of weird feelings. Okay. I begin to feel like I am known because see, being proud is not when you start talking about your achievements. Right. That is even the okay. The first point of being proud is even it starts from the heart, from the mind. Mm. When you begin to you see people doing what you do and you don't appreciate them you yeah. start comparing yourself oh it's like I, i have more desire and more beauty that's pride though so whenever i notice that happening to me okay i begin to feel like i have achieved something what, what are you what have you achieved mm. one of the letters i think written to one of the churches in revelation i can't really recall now God was telling them, you think you are rich. Mm. You think you know this. You know that. You're starving me. I'm sorry, you are poor and wretched. So anytime we come up to think we know whatever, we are we are known, we are popular, we are influential. It means that, see, we are really just taking out the God factor and That's we are looking right. at ourselves. So whenever I begin to feel that way, I just notice that, see, you're not praying enough. Hello, sis, you are not <laughs> praying enough. You have to come back and start praying. So when you have a consistent prayer life, it will make the flesh to die. Right. And then the spirit man can begin to walk with you. So that's mm. why you can go a month. And seriously, you will not have lost thoughts come to your heart. And mm. when people are saying it, it's not possible. You're like, what do you mean it's not possible? It is not because you are doing it on your own. After you have, you know, left those things it is now the holy spirit and god helping you to do all of the other things that you're supposed to do mm. so yes that is one of the things i have helped and it has really healed dead my growth and i think i have talked about honor before let me just right. point it out now uh mentorship and honor i'm sorry but this is a very important factor of our growth 
you know see the scriptures always pointed out where people who have gone ahead elderly people now help other people grow you will see times where people had people under them joshua was under moses okay he he didn't just come out from the blues and and just Timothy, you know, he had um, Apostle Paul, oh, where he would yeah. even write letters to him. You know, there are people, but I wonder what happens today where we don't want to be under anybody. Mm-hmm. We don't want to submit. It has really helped me. There are several times where I feel weary. Okay, my waiting period, I feel like, God, I wish I am not here right now. I wish I'm able to achieve the things I want to achieve. I have a lot of big dreams. I have yeah. a lot of things I want to do. I have a lot of things written down but the truth is maybe where i am right now i might not be able to execute all my plans and i'm like god is this not holding me back what is this i really want to work for you i can't wait and it's telling me oh you need to learn so there are some persons you need to look up to and say okay trust the lord pray about it for somebody let him send you somebody who has gone ahead of you that will really be a help to you and if you are attending a church you have a pastor please honor him whatever word that is coming forth from him you shouldn't see that oh he's, he's a mere man honor him i see young people come online bash pastors bash ministers i'm sorry you can't grow that way so sincerely it has helped me now i might not be able to see the growth but mm. there is something i was just talking to myself yesterday that wow this wasn't really who i was last year okay there is a lot of changes and i began to ask myself i said how did all this happen and then the Holy spirit told me that number one okay association and time sometimes we grow based on time and if time is going and you don't have the right people around you you don't have the right mentors you're not submitting to the right people but time just keeps going i'm sorry you will remain the same so when you begin to work on yourself read books okay don't just you know stay don't just relax don't be a mediocre don't just relax okay come up here like in everything in purity read books there are people who write books like i mentioned mushy mushy feelings okay there are other books i think waiting and is it waiting and dating yeah mouse waiting and okay yeah mm. there are a lot of books you can read on waiting read on purity and Sincerely, like I said in that tweet she read, your testimony will be full. And that is my prayer for myself, for you, for mm. every one of us that have been waiting on the Lord, that one day we will come up and when we are sharing our testimony, it will not it will not be half anymore. Okay, right. it's going to be full. Like we can say, Oh, I stayed this long. The Lord kept me. I was able to wait. And you know, aside us even saying it with our mouth. It will be so visible that right. men will see that we are truly helped of God. So when you were talking earlier, you mentioned, I think when you were talking about Esther, the fact that um, she was a virgin and because of that, she qualified for, you know, when they were calling for virgins to to be groomed for the king. Yeah. She qualified. And so sometimes the things we do not have as a result of we giving it away prevents us from, you know, receiving or getting access to certain opportunities that would have projected us into, you know, purpose and fulfilling what God has for us. So um, talking about this and finally ending with, you know, how we are to prepare for what God has for us. I want us to talk briefly about Mary and yeah. her... Um, her life, 
compare attitude you know and everything in terms of what we are talking about so far i don't know if there are specific lessons that from your side we can pick up from you know the story of mary who is the mother of jesus okay first of all she was a virgin you see <laughs> her virginity made her qualify for that yeah. sincerely uh, i know that why i think i keep mentioning this is so that people who are not virgins should not feel like oh does it mean i'm not qualified no that's not the point mm. okay see this as there are some things maybe you might not be able to enter into i don't know but there are some things god will prepare for you if you come back to god and reconnect yourself to him once again and decide to stay pure okay that is it you will be restored that's right but let's just continue with the character based on the word of god and mm. all of that so mary was a virgin that qualified her for that that's number one and secondly she was sensitive about the workings of god in that's her time right. and season sincerely she was sensitive about everything happening also you could notice that um she was understanding she understood the workings of god mm. even when jesus was growing up you would i remember that time okay jesus told her that woman <laughs> what do i have to do with you and i say hey tell that a nigerian mom yeah. or an african mom and you receive a slap she understood who he was mm. so she was truly a mother who wanted to see her son fulfill god's will in his life yeah you know when you read luke chapter 1 verse 38 the bible says that you know when um the angel of the lord visited mary and told her that the holy spirit was going to come upon her and that she was going to uh, be the mother of the savior she asked how that was possible how is this possible because since i'm a virgin and i mean the, the the angel said you know you're highly favored and all that but after everything was explained to her this is what Mary said. You know, a very young girl who has already been given, you know, betrothed to someone. And I mean, you're going to be pregnant. You don't even know if the person that you're supposed to get married to is going to accept you. How is the society yeah. going to, you know, I mean, everyone will talk. This girl, how come she's pregnant and all that. But when the angel explained everything to her, she said that I am the Lord's servant. Mary answered, may your word to me be fulfilled this is all she said i mean i'm just picturing like me having my life all set up i want to do this i want to do that i want to do this meanwhile mary didn't know it's not like someone prophesied to her like personally i mean there was a prophecy that there's going to be a virgin birth but she never knew it was going to be her she never knew it was going to be her. So imagine if you've set up your life, you've done this, you've done this, you've done that, and then all of a sudden your life is interrupted by an angel who in the first place you, you were even scared when you first met him. And he gives you this news. And all you can say is, I'm the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. I mean, this tells how, I mean, the kind of heart, Mary. yes, Mary had in, you know, how she perceived or how she understood the one she was following that is god because for someone's life to be interrupted and you just yeah. say okay i'm going to follow suit it tells us that i mean we are living in the times that we plan everything out from beginning to end leaving no room for anything even if god wants to use us today and now we are like oh god i have to do this i mean let me go and do this after i'm done then we can chip this in 
how ready, how available are we for the plans of God? You know, so we can make our plans, but if we don't give that allowance for the move of the Holy Spirit, for God to be able to interrupt our lives, we will not be able to experience those tangibilities of the goodness of God, the things that can qualify us to be highly favored. I mean, there were a lot of women in those times. I believe there were virgins around, but Mary was highly favored. So it's not about favor. It's about being highly favored for specific assignments. And for you to be that highly favored, it means that you should be ready to let go of you, all your plans, lay it aside and be ready at every point in time to accept what God has for you. That is what is going to bring you into that purpose, that destination that he has for us. So clearly when I was going through the scripture, this is what, I mean, came to mind. And I was like, let me just pass it through as we talk about this. So um, finally, I don't know, do you have any um, final words that you want to say before we bring this session to a close? Okay. I wanted to talk about the Proverbs 31 woman. Okay. You know, that woman really blows my mind. Mm. Uh, Wow. What kind of woman is this? Yeah, that woman was hardworking. Yeah. She was an entrepreneur. She was creative with her right. hands. She was still able to make sure that people had food in her house. That's she right. was still able to make sure that, you know, that everybody was secured. Everybody That's was right. covered. Even That's her right. husband. She still honored him. You know, and all of that. So um, I want to just say this, that we should strive to be somebody that will really really please god in mm. our time you right. know follow god's word not what the society is saying mm. this is the problem so many times okay we have women who are supposed to be women of faith but instead they are women who are concerned about oh what is the societal standard mm. how am i supposed to look oh i'm supposed to have this this type of skin i'm supposed to have this type of body mm. but it is good yes to build your body yeah. to have a good skin color to do this and do that but see those things cannot even make you fulfill destiny right. so let us be more focused on pleasing the lord let us be more focused on doing god's will going into god's calling for you Mm. it is really something that would bring you fulfillment in life every other thing comes every other things will follow but first and most importantly as a woman of faith i say maybe proverbs 31 woman for a young woman who is maybe quite mature you should even be a wife before you are found so build up yourself build up yourself you know i i heard someone say okay um she stopped praying for her husband and started preparing herself to be a wife mm. so before we start saying oh god when god when ask yourself <laughs> okay what are the things i see on social media have you beautiful are you a wife ask yourself if you're giving those things can you be like the proverbs that one woman like mm. i said everybody cannot be like that woman that's just it yeah. i know everyone is not called to carry all she carried yes. because when i saw that i say wow but there are some lessons you can learn That's from right. that and please let us be very intentional about serving the lord awesome awesome thank you for listening yeah this has been a blessing and thank you so much this for uh, taking time to speak into our lives and to share you know your story and what the lord has laid on your heart with us you know so for you who is listening uh you can connect with her 
on Twitter, um, Instagram, and Facebook, she shares a lot of, you know, deep insights on um, some of the things that we are talking about here. And so the name is A Journey of a Christian Lady. So you search for that and you'd find her. <laughs> so yes, God bless you so much. God bless you so much. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone you know needs to hear it. Do consider subscribing to this podcast on whatever platform or podcast app you're listening from so you do not miss out on the good stuff happening right here. I will catch you next week. Until then, be great. Thank you.